I'd like to start today's episode off with a cheers to the two guys I have named Fred and Hank, who go around my neighborhood and shovel people's driveways. It's, it's a, a nice service, and it's well appreciated in, in these snowy, wintry times. Glad I'm able to give them some beer sometimes. So, cheers to you guys. Bad Views, the podcast that asks if great beer makes bad movies any better. I'm your host, who just got out of a coma, lasting a total of 6.5 hours, Max <laughs> Nostorowicz. And as always, from my cross-country traveling co-hosts, Ryan Everhart. Hello. And James Thorpe. Hello. So, welcome. Today on Good Brews, Bad Views, we're going to be watching a movie entitled Miss March. Ryan? You got some fucking explaining to do. <laughs> Why are we watching this? Uh, it's just very stupid, really. Uh, just because it's it has the word March in it, and this episode should be released in March. Um, <laughs> no, I mean it's a little more than that. So I uh, just briefly, this is a movie that is very dumb, but I just watched years ago because it had some of the the guys from the Whitest Kids You Know in it, and I, I like some of their sketches a lot. Um, so I gave this movie a shot. Um, and it uh, it seems like a good slice of cinema for this podcast. So that's I how we so landed much. here. <laughs> I hate this movie so much. <laughs> I was kind of expecting strong reactions on this one, and that's okay. <laughs> but hey, people like us to suffer, I guess. Or yeah, whatever. That's, that's accurate. All right, so how this podcast is going to work is we're going to be watching a movie, Miss March. And we'll be providing a commentary track alongside of it while enjoying some tasty alcoholic beverages. Mm-hmm. The podcast is designed to be listened to alongside watching the movie, as it is a commentary track. But in the event that you're just here for the auditory experience, we'll be doing our best to narrate alongside the film so you can figure out what the hell is going on in this movie. James, anything you want to add about this fine piece of cinema before we get going? Nope. <laughs> oh that 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 pregnant pause there has me wondering if you two were sharing some comments back and forth about this keeping me actually out of it. <laughs> no i wanted to i wanted to go off the cuff like live okay. on, on this one so i had my suspicions <laughs> <laughs> all right ryan bunch of the folks at home where they can tune up tune their sets to watch this right all right folks at home uh you can tune your tubes to Amazon Prime, once again, is how we are watching this through their streaming service. Um, <clears throat> we have our stream paused just after the Fox Searchlight Pictures logo has begun to fade from screen and the fanfare has died down. Uh, but also a quick reminder that if you don't have time to listen to our episode in its entirety and just want to jump to our wrap-up, uh, please check this episode's description for the timestamp with which to do so. Uh, but without any further ado, once again, Fox Searchlight Pictures has just finished uh and if you're watching along at home press play now isn't searchlight pictures defunct now i think so that's that's unfortunate because they were a uh good production company that had some had some good movies yeah they found they found some more like niche and out there kind of stuff uh that is of better quality than this film Mm -hmm. (laughs) i think they're the studio that put out uh shape of water 
I think that was like their last big oh, movie. Really? Yeah. That's one of the first 4K movies I got was that. All right, so we're uh, we're our opening shot here is an interior home in suburban white America. Two buddies playing the floor is hot lava. Mm-hmm. Scooting around on some wooden floors in their house. And they're talking sports. This entire opening scene is like a childhood rite of passage. Playing yeah. floor is lava, finding dirty porno mags. It's, <laughs> it's relatable. Indeed. So they found uh, their older brother's secret box. <laughs> and they've discovered a nudie mag. <laughs> this It's kind of an adorable opening scene, really. <laughs> Just the, re- the, the reactions. The go to jail line makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah. So... Everyone in this movie is a lot younger than I anticipated. Mm. Like I was expecting these kids were like in middle school, maybe, or maybe just like they're they're tall. Uh-huh. But um as we'll see in in some time jumps, like they're like seven? <laughs> right. Or whatever. But uh I will say that, that the kids they got are good stand-ins for the adults or when they when the characters become become adults, right, right. So so the uh, the taller, lankier kid Tucker, who got into the Playboy and was very excited about it, he just instantly flipped a switch and it's just all about sex now. Yeah, so he is being all sorts of lewd at the playground. <laughs> yeah, really, um, very lewd. Yes. Because then it's, it's, then we jump to ten years later. I'm like, what are these guys in college now? <laughs> but I'm like, no. They're like seniors in high school. They're seniors in high school, as we'll come to uh, find out. Yeah, it's it's one of those movies where they have thirty year olds playing high school kids. Mm-hmm. So every movie. older than me. Yeah. So. So what's the other? So it's Tucker, and what the hell is the other kid's name? Other dude. Eugene. Eugene. Yeah. So uh, they're standing at uh, the edge of the baseball field now, just ogling the ladies. Someone named Candace went by, got catcalled essentially, and she's uh, got Tucker in an arm lock here, making him making him pay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is where we find out that Candace has epilepsy, which becomes <laughs> a recurring plot point joke and joke. Mm-hmm. And we also find out that she's an older brother who is a firefighter who is apparently crazy. Which, if you've ever been to Gen Con and have heard the stories about some of the hotels in, in, in downtown Indianapolis, there might be some truth to that story. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, it's it, the movie's got a pretty obvious setup, like odd couple setup here with these buddies. I... I can't figure out why these two are still friends. I don't know if it's because they're still in Inertia. high school or whatnot. <laughs> yeah. But so they're they're driving off to what Tucker calls sermons, and Eugene corrects as seminars about abstinence. 
I don't I don't remember having these talks in high school or middle school or whatever. Do you guys? Nope. This 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 slice of adolescent life was just a uh, a little bit in like health class. In our school, yeah, health, health yep. class was sex ed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? But... So Eugene is on stage with his girlfriend right now. It's just it's just not weird that there's a a high school kid just hanging out with a bunch of fucking eight year olds. Yeah, it's, that's that's weird. Unless this is some like after school kind of thing, but I don't know. Yes. He looks. I mean, in the audience, he's the only one tall enough to ride a roller coaster. Oh no, yeah. there's there's an adult in the back. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They need a chaperone. <laughs> So now we're getting a story about how Eugene's brother Craig had sex the first time with his girlfriend, and then things just escalate horrendously. Right. Yep. This is was... this is one of the two or three moments in this movie that is just a whitest kids you know sketch inserted <laughs> right. into the movie. Right. Like even the even the cuts back and forth are just a whitest kids you know. Like it's low yeah. budget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and honestly, some of that stuff is when I think the movie works. Um, yeah. It's got some good gags. Uh, something else. I wonder if you guys noticed. Every time they say the that Craig's baby was a crackhead, it's actually a really obvious ADR. And if you read the the lips of whoever's saying it, they must have originally said retarded, which I think Maybe, is a good yeah. thing that they ADR'd over. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so this all culminated in. The older brother, Craig, winding up in a crazy cell, eating his own poop. All right, so upcoming now, I do remember. <laughs> yep, I remember this from health class. <laughs> yep. We get the big old slide projector of what <laughs> CDs look like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spiky broccoli. Yikes. Mm. So now Eugene is in a tree next to his girlfriend's gigantic rich white lady house. <laughs> I, I that's kind of a cute line because like she knows oh yeah the tree <laughs> them staying on the phone is really funny to me right here too well they're being stealthy I mean but are they though <laughs> I, don't, I don't know it's stealthier than yelling at each other yeah it is but the fact that, like she opens the window and is looking out is like <laughs> what is yeah. going why Hmm, yeah. So prom's coming up. There's a party. Cindy wants to go all the way. Eugene's got wet feet or cold feet or cold wet feet. Yes. <laughs> so Eugene's a true believer. Yes. <laughs> She's not. Yep she she wants to she wants to do the nasty with him. That line actually made I, me laugh a whole lot. That yeah. my younger my younger sister has sex all the time, and neither of her babies are crackheads. I was just like, <laughs> what? This movie does have some funny moments, but I don't it, know. There's it, overall, it, it's, yeah, that it does have a few. 
that are legitimately just hilarious <laughs> to me. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll we'll get there. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so while they're having this back and forth on the will they won't they, let's talk about what we're, drink- what we're drinking tonight. So today I'm drinking the the Punchki beer from Eastern Market Brewing Company. This oh, is nice. their raspberry Punchki beer mm-hmm. that they released mm-hmm. on Fat Tuesday. Nice. Um, from the label, they have like eight different kinds. They have raspberry, lemon, strawberry, prune, blueberry, apple, custard, and quote other. So <laughs> it's a, it's a blonde ale, so it it can take the flavor, whatever fruit additive or what have you, uh, well. Um, this is actually made with. Uh, vegan donuts from uh, duped donuts, which I got this on mail order, and they're like, "Would you like to add a don a, a punchki to your order?" I'm like, "Yes, I'll, have, <laughs> I'll take a strawberry punchki." Yes, and I showed up at my house like four hours later. Perfect. Uh, so just real, real br- briefly, uh, Tucker's being the hype man for Eugene, trying to get him psyched up for his. His uh, first time, and he's just appropriately gross and missing the point of everything. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, I am drinking. I've been waiting to crack this open. The uh, from Oddside Ales, the Bonbon de la Muerte. <laughs> mm. Probably butchering that name, but this is a uh, bourbon barrel aged imperial stout with chocolate and dead sea salt. Ooh, um, ooh! I am very happy to have purchased this beer. Also. I don't know if it's just because of the market, but this was an expensive fucking can. It was $7 for a regular size can, but Oof. worth it so far. Yeah. It's from Oddside, you said? Yep. Yeah, Oddside's pretty good at like distributing like their, their big stouts in mm. small bottles. But yeah, they can be they can be a little pricey sometimes. Mm. So here we have <laughs> yeah. Craig Robinson as horsedick.mpeg. Yeah. yeah, I have. Uh, I actually have something today. So I have the right. Zodiac Theories Aquarius, the the Imperial Stout from Ferndale Project, which is the uh, a stout with uh, peanut butter, marshmallow, and milk sugar, and it is oh, dude, delicious. Uh, I think we did well on the beers tonight, boys. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Yeah. Yeah, this this Punchki beer is pretty good. Um, it's got like some Bavarian cream flavoring to it, so it's got kind of like this oh, almost like this lactosey kind of aftertaste on the end, which I'm not sure if I. I was gonna say that's a risky. That's of. a risky move. Yeah. Um, but it, it does give it kind of like this this sweeter aftertaste on the end, kind of like you know any beer with lactose in it. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but pretty easy drinking. It's not saccharine sweet and. Uh, it's cool. Mm, good. So uh, yeah, so introduced to uh, Horsedick.mpeg <laughs> uh, again, Craig Robinson. But he he's playing his own music in the limo, and just the only words are "I'm a fuck a white bitch" just over and over again, which is kind of hysterical mm-hmm. actually. But uh, and it starts setting alarms off on the. <laughs> <laughs> yep, they've they've pulled up to Cindy's house. Her parents have her on the front porch. Yeah, I mean, this scene is very much, like, um, present for the time when this movie was made, which this came out in 2009, so this is 2008, this is filmed. They're in a stretch Hummer limo. You you have, you know, your massive sound systems on on your 
cars and whatever. It just it's it's very much like you know, uh first decade first decade of the uh twenty first century. Yeah. Alright, so we're just getting a quick montage of everybody going to the prom, leaving prom and going to the party. Apparently a Mardi Gras themed prom by the colors of the balloons and the everyone's got beads. You're right. <laughs> I just everyone has that guy at the party who's mm-hmm. just angry, literally punching everything because he's a fucking dick. Yeah. But like this party has like big college energy as opposed to like high school stuff. Yeah. Agree. I think the guy that just came by in the Viking hat is the dude who plays the young lawyer to Liz Lemon in 30 Rock, which is a fairly deep cut. But if you've seen 30 Rock, you'd recognize him. I don't think I've gotten to that part part yet. Oh, that's right. I forgot you're going through it. Yeah, that's I'm on season much, right now. Much better time spent than this. <laughs> <laughs> So I would describe this Tucker character's like mannerisms as I don't know MTV Scooby Doo or Shaggy yeah. Scooby Doo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he dresses like Nick Cage from Raising Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. So these two, I mean. If you've seen any of their skits and stuff, you kind of expect this, I get. But they do have good chemistry. They they play well off of each other. Yeah, well they enough do. in the context of this movie. Mm, I guess. <laughs> well, was that yes to my comment or something entirely different? <laughs> no, uh, yes to your comment, not to whatever <laughs> the hell they're talking about. <laughs> So now they're going to have just a one too many shots here. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. This is another moment where this feels like a sketch. Yeah. 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 Oh, Viking hat guys in the background. Yeah, it's obviously supposed to be... Uh... Flav of Flav. So now we finally propel this movie into its major plot arc. So Eugene goes yeah, through I was the like, wrong where door. Where is this movie going? <laughs> and he fell down the stairs, and now a series of things fall on his head. Right. <laughs> including the first an of bookshelf. was a full toolbox. <laughs> Uh, so, ooh, slow fade out. No, now some hospital beeping. <laughs> Man. I actually like this transition. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Eugene is woken up by Tucker hitting him in the face with a baseball bat in the hospital. <laughs> and you have no idea. I love that line. Why can't I move? Why can't I move and hurt you? <laughs> and he pops up. And he's like, it's been four years. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. 
<laughs> the the one thing, like they don't they never have a reason why he was like ah a bat I will hit you with a bat now like that's I mean like the the transition from the the fade out to the fade back in is is nice but <laughs> okay I'm sorry that this shit joke kills me <laughs> but so... <laughs> there's never like a reason of of like. Why he's like oh, okay, I'm gonna wake you up now, I guess, or or, or you know him explaining like oh, I had to wake you up because blah 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 blah. I I think he's just that character is incredibly useless as a person, and just was like I want my friend back and hit him in the head with a bat because he's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of it. That is like, that is true. He's just an idiot. <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> I hate this entire genre of movie. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really like this doctor character. He cracks yeah. me up. Yeah. Isn't uh, Cedric... This is Cedric Yar- Yarborough, right? From Reno 911? Isn't that what he's from? See that shit? <laughs> it's... Jesus Christ. <laughs> the guy's face at that is... He's just like, really? Like Four years of poop. Wait, do you not poop when you're in a coma? Nah, it's, I'm sure you do. Yeah, I'm sure it's just okay. It's it's, it's similar to killing Abraham Lincoln by hitting him in the hammer with a butt too many times. Yeah, hammer. Yeah. <laughs> we we got what you were getting at. <laughs> uh. So they're just recounting what's what he remembers. Yeah. So now Eugene's dad out. moved him down. Oh, yeah, go ahead, Max. Oh, so we found out that Eugene's dad is now in Florida, right. and Cindy is nowhere to be found. <sighs> I, again, I'm probably just giving this movie too much credit at times, but that line is, is good. You know, why, you know, why isn't she here? Why isn't my dad here? Why are you here? And yeah, just like because we're homies, dude. We're yeah, friends. No, I Whoa. mean, I think it's like James says, he's just a completely useless <laughs> human being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, god, so that actor who plays Tucker Trevor Moore, his current IMDb photo looks like he's cosplaying as Billy Butcher from The Boys, and it's not a good look. Ooh, ooh. So we. <laughs> so it's. So now we found out that uh, <laughs> Candace, the girl who put him in an arm bar, that put Tucker in an arm bar at the beginning, he and or she and uh, Tucker are steady. Although he wouldn't say so because mm-hmm. he's a piece of shit. <laughs> he's uh, yeah. I mean, he's useless. <laughs> Although I do like this Earthbound reference of. Of, of Tucker being a photographer and saying, say fuzzy pickles. Yeah, that's what a very deep cut. Yep. So what the photographer from that game would always say when you already popped up. And it made zero sense, because <laughs> that's how that game goes. <laughs> so Tucker's setting up the, uh, the mom for this photo shoot here, and he's just being obviously creepy about it. But the wormy little husband's just staring on in horror. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. So until we started recording this and we're talking about this, I forgot what his name was. I'm just, I'm just gonna call you Cringe. Cringe. Cringe and Eugene. <laughs> so Tucker's getting in trouble for molesting a customer, as you would expect. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Yep. I know I've seen this chubby dude on the right a couple of times before. He tends to have bit parts like this. Mm-hmm. So Tucker had a, the latest Playboy delivered to his place of work, and he's found something interesting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know why this movie gets to me, but it does sometimes. Uh, so as we've as will be a running joke throughout this movie, whenever Eugene gets stressed, he shits himself. Yeah. <laughs> the hose. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so Eugene is just obsessing over. Uh, Cindy being his first and she uh, and him being her first. He uh, gave the magazine to Tucker to to see if he could tell if she was a virgin or not. Which is ridiculous, of course. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things I don't know. I again, I'm probably giving this movie way too much credit, but like the men in this movie are are just worthless and awful. Like they are the jokes <laughs> for most of this. <clears throat> yeah, but it's not presented that way. Mm. We're viewing it on the lens of it's ten years later, of of watching this movie twelve years later after it came out. But like, they're playing this plot straight, mm. being like, "You're gonna go to the Playboy Mansion and get your high school sweetie and finally have sex." And it's just like, motherfucker, you were seventeen when you passed out. It's been four years. It's <laughs> like a, literally a quarter of your life. All right. At that point, by going by that time, it's like people change, especially in that post high those post high school years. So, like I don't know, I'll I'll get into this at the end. But sure. I mean, the whole premise of this movie is just stupid. It's yeah, yeah. it's it, idiotic. It's, it, it's honestly, this is just a really like they they. It's very similar to Dumb and Dumber in a lot of ways. It is. So now Eugene's got that Playboy that Cindy was found in. He's looking at it. He looked at some old pictures of them. <laughs> Again, those pictures were uh, from a long time ago, and everyone still looks 30. <clears throat> yep. Yep. This call, his dad calls him like, oh, good lad, you got out of a coma. And then <laughs> he takes another call during it, which is just awful. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. this poor guy. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna show up in a few weeks because I'm on business. <laughs> like, what? It's like, oh, thanks, Dad. Mm -hmm. Oddly enough, I've been talking to some people about like everyone's working from home and taking Zoom calls and whatnot, and apparently people answer their phone while they're in a Zoom meeting. It's just like, what the hell? What? Tell them to call back. Like, yeah, like that's weird. And Don't then do now that. like a personal call, like another business call, and it's. Mm. 
so this this is a really dated joke. Um, so Tucker's got a camera phone now um, with an old flip phone, and he's just taking a picture every four seconds of literally every fucking thing he sees. So they're out for like some anniversary of theirs, right? Isn't it like mm-hmm. 13, thirteen months, months. and they started fucking? <laughs> Taking a picture with the waiter, It'll just again, just everything. It's oh, he's weird because like it's weird because this level of photo taking would not be uncommon in like today's age, but this is two thousand nine. It's a flip phone. Mm-hmm. It's you you can't like upload that to social media or whatever because social media doesn't exist, really. Like it does, it's it's in its infancies at this point. But yeah. I think he's just obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, because he gets a card from her and he just opens it, doesn't read it. He's like, "Where's the check?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, our our main characters are the worst. So yeah, this this doofus Tucker is obsessed. Only with the the opposite sex, purely from a sexual standpoint, right? Um, doesn't put anything, any stock into any sort of emotional connection to anybody, except mm-hmm. Eugene. I mean, it, it's very much in line with that um, idea that purely relying upon uh, pornography for your I guess, quote unquote, education about the opposite sex will will warp your brain. Right. Yeah, exactly. So that was kind of a a good fade. So Tucker says he's got a special night planned for Candace. Fades to black. And it fades into Eugene's room and a brick crashes through his window. And then Tucker tumbles in after it. Uh, And now Tucker is pushing Eugene through the hospital in a wheelchair. You see, Candace is bleeding. We don't know why. Yeah. I know it's his fault. (laughs) (laughs) Right. There's a really dumb joke that's going to come up, and it's this right here. There's stairs yeah. and a ramp, and he just takes him down the stairs. <laughs> and he's like, ow! Yeah. There's a ramp right there, and he feels no time for the ramp, which makes <laughs> no sense at all. Yeah. So Eugene's threatening uh, involuntary bowel movements. It is a pretty serious threat. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Still driving that old wood panel station wagon from the beginning of the movie? Yes, sir. Juanita's mad. So, Tucker is in pain and grabbing his balls. (laughs) (laughs) So, Tucker chucked his phone out the window because he says they can track it. Yeah. I expected that to become a plot point later, like they needed a phone <laughs> yeah. or something. You're looking too deep into this movie. <laughs> Notice that Tucker just has two plastic boobs hanging from his rear view. So we're in the flashback of how Tucker's evening went with Candace for their anniversary. And, and this is just a bad idea. Mm-hmm. So that's one of my bigger problems with this movie and probably what I assume maybe for you as well, Max, and also this kind of quote-unquote genre of film where just endless bad behavior by the men is still rewarded. (laughs) 
Yeah. So Tucker got Candace a stripper pole for their place. <laughs> so Tucker clicks on some music and some like ambiance, some st- strip ambiance. Yeah. And Candace is no, she's a trooper. She decides to give it a whirl. Yeah. I mean, I, you get the feeling that she does have actual feelings for her, Tucker. Yeah, um, I mean... And, and maybe I, she just wants a good core workout, because as everyone knows, <laughs> stripping is a phenomenal core workout. Yeah, th- thanks, Max. I was mid-sip. <laughs> uh, yeah, and again... Hope you didn't sp- uh, spit that $7 can of beer onto your computer screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but again, it's just uh, the women in this movie, and I... I, these shots aren't necessary, like in the context of this film at all. No. But, but Candace is open. She didn't want to do this, but she's open to trying this stuff, you know, for for her relationship. Right. That shows emotional maturity that he doesn't have. <laughs> See, I mean, the I'm way not- that he's telling the story, like I don't, I don't believe this actually happened this way. Kind of like how we, kind of like how earlier. He's like, oh, I'm, I've done twelve women by the eight time I'm seventeen. If I keep up at this pace, I'll be doing six hundred. I'm like, I don't know about that. Like, I, I feel like it's one of those people who just like um, embellishes uh, constantly. Ex- yeah, it embellishes constantly in everything that they have slash have not done. Hmm. Well, the math behind that's also super wrong. <laughs> oh yeah, obviously, <laughs> because Eugene gives him a look. <laughs> yeah. All right. So now this this is another one of the visual gags that cracked me up. So. Uh, Tucker is receiving oral attention from Candace, and he's like, "Hey, check it out! Strobe lights." <laughs> it's so stupid. This is. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the way she's kind of just collapsed, or the uh, the dummy they have for that scene. I'll give it to them there, but. Well, I also appreciate that all of this stuff that's happening to him are coming by the fact that he's an idiot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So he just stabs her in the head with, with a, a fork. fork. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and again, it's to this point, it's still the joke that Tucker fundamentally never took the time to understand what epilepsy was and how it affected his girlfriend. Yep. Yeah. Right. So and that's part of the movie I like. <laughs> the firefighter shows up. When the firefighter war boys show up. <laughs> yeah. Nice ball. <laughs> that was a great shot. Yeah, I'm sure. I I hope they got actual firemen to do this because it would yeah, have probably been too. a riot. <laughs> they put an axe through the top of the car that just stays there for a good part of the movie. Yeah, the yeah. car collects axes. Yeah. Collects axes, collects axes. Dude, that would have fucking decapitated these four guys. Yeah, <laughs> the fire hose through the window. So there's a there's a fire truck on either side of the car, and then the brother has a has a tiny hatchet in his teeth and jumps onto the car. (laughs) So Tucker smashes the brakes, but like you know, this is clearly ridiculous. But that's what I kind of like. Like when this movie gets silly like that, like that's when I find it enjoyable. It's like, all right, yeah, they're being chased by firemen. (laughs) Right. Kind of like how um. When dude, where's my car? Just gets like stupid, oh, yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, that's yeah, where like, it's... dude. It's a llama. 
Yeah. <laughs> Stupid lava. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, our dynamic duo has escaped for the time being. <laughs> so Eugene is uh, admonishing Tucker for not having a well fleshed out plan. Tucker rattles off a bunch of distances and speeds to estimate the time it's going to take, and it's all a disaster and wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it, this is literally Dumb and Dumber's scene, right? Dude, we've mm -hmm. only traveled like a, a two and a half inches. We're going to be terrible right. gas mileage. <laughs> it's just like, I can't read a map gag. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so now they're listening to the radio-friendly version of I'm a fuck a white bitch, which is I'm a love a white girl. <laughs> This is leading up to one of my favorite gags between these two in this movie. Hmm. Um, no, not the Jedi joke. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Eugene, to me, the actor playing him, reminds me of a cross between like Ryan Reynolds and... Um... Oh, never mind. Here's, here's, come, here's the joke coming. So they want to, yeah. They, they want to look. use horse dick to get into the Playboy. Play this is very funny to me. As you slow. <laughs> He's so so. Eugene makes the point that since uh, horse dick .mpeg is such a big star, he could probably get us into Playboy Mansion, right? And Tucker's like, yeah, totally. And then Eugene just glares at him for like thirty seconds straight until Tucker makes the connection. He could get us into the mansion. Oh my god! So now we have the firefighters putting out an APB for <laughs> right. yeah for via Tucker. fax. <laughs> yeah, the axe in the roof. I just like <laughs> movies that stick with a running gag like that. I'm I'm okay with some of this stuff. Like this yeah. is just that. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, yeah, guy playing Eugene looks like a cross between Ryan Reynolds. His mannerisms are like a cross between Ryan Reynolds and Sean William Scott. It's me. Stifler. From yeah, that's yeah. not wrong. So Tucker is leaving Eugene to fill up the car with gas. And, like, you know, his muscles don't work, so he's not super thrilled about it. <clears throat> So Eugene is, or excuse me, Tucker's shopping around in the, the gas and go. <laughs> I don't know why. Also funny to me. So Eugene is struggling now with the car to, to get some gas, and there's some some bystanders just kind of watching his struggle. Note that the axe is still firmly planted in the top of the car. Yes. <laughs> Do you guys remember, I think it was a couple of years ago, when Oregon uh, made it so everyone could do self-serve at the gas station, and people were, like, losing their fucking minds, being like, I don't know how to pump gas. What if some <laughs> vagrant comes up to me? And it's just, like, <laughs> fucking worthless piece of crap. <laughs> don't hey, man, minimize your concerns, it's Max. It's weird <laughs> when you go to the opposite. Like, when you go somewhere where you can't pump gas, and it's like, what are you doing? It's like, oh, I'm sorry. 
Right. Like, sorry, I didn't know your customs here. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of shit like this. <laughs> <laughs> also, this is 2008 gas prices, so, oh my god. Right. <laughs> the amount of money it would cost to do that. <laughs> so Eugene has his hospital gown blown completely off of him by the wind? Yes. And Tucker has called up Candace from a payphone. Yeah. And her answering machine message is uh, how she's not around because she has to go find her piece of shit boyfriend. And all he gets out of it is that he didn't. He told her not to call him her, her boyfriend because right. he's an idiot. Yes. <laughs> And again, this is just very much accurately playing up how stupid just dudes tend to be. <laughs> he is so, so unbelievably useless. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to continue to use the word useless because that's truly, truly <laughs> what he is. Yeah. I, I like, though, that this conversation kind of ends a little bit like you might not expect. Yeah. <laughs> he start he start he's slowly making that connection there that emotional bit. Oh, no, then he undoes everything. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope <laughs> You're not going to be a dick about this. <laughs> Fucking idiot. It's... I want him to die. <laughs> I, I, this, uh, Max, thank you for feeding into my expectations of just... I was hoping one or both of you was just going to have so much raw animosity to this movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, they've left the gas station. Back to the road trip. <laughs> what what is that style of hat? What is that called, like actually, that Tucker's got on? I don't know. It's like a fisherman's hat almost. Yeah. That's yeah. I, I it originally it looks like one of the um oh, I can't think of the name of it, but there's an Australian type hat that the Australian military ah. wears with that, but that's not mm -hmm. what that is. That's more close to what Max brought up is like just a fisherman's hat. Yeah. 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 It's the type mm -hmm. of hat that you lose in the ocean when you start throwing up. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Can confirm. Uh, that's literally what happened to me as I was puking my guts out over the ocean with James and his family. I had a hat, similar hat on and it fell off, went through my plume of puke and then was lost in the ocean on the worst fishing trip that we've ever been on it was an absolute oh, I remember hearing about, i remember hearing about this <clears throat> it was a somewhat decent day on the ocean it was a horrible fishing trip though yes <laughs> we caught nothing for six <laughs> hours yeah i thought i was gonna die so that was fun <laughs> yeah not good so eugene is hallucinating that uh, Cindy's a complete wreck, that he's turned her into a whore. The callback to this is venereal disease, Eugene, is... <laughs> I just, it, and again, 
<laughs> reading too much into it, but it, it it plays heavily into just idiotic male fragility for a lot of this shit. Yes. Eugene wakes yeah, up in, to in find every Tucker asleep at the wheel. <laughs> yeah, so now we're in this weird planes, trains, automobiles. Uh, oh, this is just this is straight up Dumb and Dumber. Even with him falling asleep, getting <laughs> hit by the bag is so stupid. <clears throat> that is also the worst outfit that they could have possibly put him in. He's yep. in the like bikini body T-shirt and an, an American flag swimsuit. Right. So Tucker is upset that Eugene besmirched the Playboy Mansion. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. Yep. So Tucker's going to educate Eugene on, yes, educate Eugene on how to be sophisticated. That this face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, that he's been he's been subscribed to the magazine for thirteen years, which means he's subscribed to it when he was eleven. <laughs> right, younger. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm glad that this scene doesn't go on for as long as it could have. Though it is still perhaps a bit too long, if that makes any sense. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I... <laughs> Sorry, Eugene's comic disbelief in his idiot friend here is pretty genuine. This is a pipe. No, it's so not. as as Tucker lights his pipe, you see a spark <laughs> go and just yeah. <laughs> That's a great. Cut. I like the good cut. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Cuts instantly to the motel, almost completely burned down. <laughs> and here we see the firefighters approaching in the distance. <laughs> uh... <laughs> So the firemen have showed up to put out the blaze. <laughs> do, do firemen put out APBs? I don't think so. No. <laughs> I hope so. I hope it's just for these kinds of things, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, man just revenge-related <laughs> disputes. The secret world of firefighting. <laughs> yeah. I love the failed hood slide. Yeah, and the the axe still in the car. Mm-hmm. And here's where the car accumulates another axe, yeah. <laughs> and another one. <laughs> Remember that time we went axe throwing? That was fun. It was really fun. I can't wait yeah. to do that again. I'm bad at it, but it is enjoyable. Wait, didn't you make it to like the finals? Uh, I actually won um, when I went out for my work thing. Oh, uh, I meant when we went with Rand- for Randy's birthday a couple years ago. Uh, Ryan and I had it similar was me and Steph. Yeah. You and I had similar experiences where we couldn't do anything until the very end. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, the Detroit Axe is great. And um, I think it's just called 
like battle axe or something in Novi. It's right by the Imagine Theater. It's a neat little place too. Mm-hmm. So you, uh, it's daytime again. The guys are driving. Eugene is doing some exercises with a pop can, doing pop curls, soda curls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love how just absolutely done with all of this. Yeah, and we're only spending like <laughs> forty minutes in this movie. <laughs> As anyone has learned when they drive through Chicago, prepare to pay the tolls. Oh, God, dude. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So... So Eugene is recounting all the reasons that Tucker is an idiot, basically. Yes. He's very upset. The ones one way this movie kind of like subverts my expectations is that you never have like the giant falling out that you yeah it doesn't really happen no I thought like because when when this argument's happening I'm like this is way too early for for this like heated of conversation right but it never actually progresses past this. (laughs) So let's talk about road trips like like. Road trips are really common in comedies. Like, why do we think that is? Thoughts? Anyone? Because it allows uh, because you to. Go ahead, Max. Oh, so I, I think it's because you're trapped with another individual in a confined space for extended periods of times. Mm-hmm. I, I would add that, and I would also add that the reason why they do it, though, is they trap the people in a in a, in a space, but also allow themselves the ability to have different and interesting settings to place them in and it allows for a greater venue of comedy to happen sure correct yeah agree on like all Amer- counts i would say like ahead, um american gods is a road trip book because it's ah. two characters traveling around the country in increasingly weird situations right while There's... finding the soul of america question mark uh but yeah yeah I, but now we're in chicago all... again yeah. Sorry. No, that's all right. All, all those road trip points are good, and I agree. But I also think like it's relatable. Like we've all been on road trips. Like you're you're stuck in a car with someone that you might just have to get a little irritated with sometimes. Uh, and also on road trips, weird things, funny things tend to happen. So it's a little mm-hmm. relatable as well. Uh, so the guys are at a a new music video shoot for uh, Horsestick.mpeg. And what were, what were the lyrics? Suck my dick while I fuck that ass or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and he's just like, this song makes no sense. <laughs> it doesn't, but yeah. <laughs> but they, at, at the end, he's like, do you think they're going to get the message? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 it's fine. <clears throat> Craig Robinson, almost always good. Yeah, this is right when his uh, comedy career was starting to take off. I mean, he was a regular at The Office at this point. Right. Hot Tub Time Machine hasn't come out yet at this point. Oh, but, man. Uh... Weird, just weird Ryan story from Hot Tub Time Machine. <clears throat> uh, my boss and I drove to Chicago years ago uh, for, for a work thing. And my boss is a little awkward as a person. 
and he decided that one night when we weren't working, we were going to go to the movies. So my boss and I went to the theater and watched Hot Tub Time Machine 2 together. And that was it's not a good a, movie. Was, no, it's not. <laughs> and it was just a bizarre evening. <clears throat> so now we're on Horse Dick's party bus. Um, Horse Dick has learned that Eugene is a virgin. So he's ordering some of his groupies to come uh, change that. Yep. You'll recognize them, I believe, as the first two ladies from the, uh, the opening scenes in the limo for prom. Correct. I did not realize that until this second watching. <laughs> and Tucker volunteers to have sex with them anyway. Of course he does, because <laughs> he's useless. <laughs> yeah, because he's he is the character that he is. <laughs> So Tucker has gone to the back of the party bus with Crystal, one of the ladies. And uh, Craig Robinson is passing around some weed. A uh, party bus. Man. I've only been on a party bus once, and it was for Steve Cuff's wedding. That was awesome. <laughs> oh, I was so sick that weekend. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that sucks. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so uh, Horse Dick has convinced Eugene to partake in the blunt. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <laughs> I keep giving away the game with my ridiculous laughing, but... Uh, so I do like this gag. It, yeah. It's hysterical. <laughs> so Tucker and Crystal are in the, the great big bed in the back of the bus. She opens a, you know, a large window because she just lit some candles. She's... <laughs> she's getting all sensual and stuff yeah, she's like being, that. She's being very, very sexy. And then there is a bump. Oh, <laughs> oh we're not there yet. We'll get, we'll get to there. <laughs> uh, and this Eugene's is back to your thing, James yeah. or Max or whoever. Like you know, it's been four fucking years. People change a lot in four years, especially in the four yeah. years after high school. Mm-hmm. But again, that circles back to just. Dudes are dumb, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is again can confirm. And for him, yeah. it's been it's it hasn't been, been four, four years, years for him. Anyway. No, yeah, yeah. He hasn't and had the chance he, he to grow. A, right. Me, it doesn't help that the person he's he's hanging out with hasn't grown either. Um, no, right. But <laughs> yeah, he he had a fairly clear le- recollection of like what happened like right up until the event. So it literally just feels like yesterday for him. So right. So cut back to ye sex room. You're right. Crystal's uh, removing some clothing. Yep. You know, Tucker's like, oh yeah, this is very good. I definitely want some of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was not expecting this. There was a bump on the bus and Crystal just flies out the window. <laughs> you guys. What? Oh, that's so funny to me. It's that she bounces off the bed first. It's not like she just goes out the window. Right. She has this moment of bounce. And the right. like, faces captures it perfectly. Like, oh no. It's like, a, it's like a Looney Tune pause midair, and then she gets sucked out. <laughs> and Tucker's like looking at the bed, looking at the window. like Just backing away horrified. Okay. 
that oh. that gag is one of the gags in this movie that is that's a pillar gag for me. Yeah, that's oh. that was yeah, funny oh funny moment. So even uh even Horstick was starting to get a little he was starting to open up emotionally, but now he sees Tucker coming back into the bus and he's like, nah man, just fucking bitches. Mm-hmm. Which that you know that's a whole hip hop culture thing, but whatever. That's that's yeah. That's a different discussion for a different time. And Tucker is just haunted and disturbed by what he saw. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> so a lot of just really ubiquitous male advice that I'm sure we've all heard that is also very bad. Mm-hmm. Bitches don't do nothing but take. So Horstick claims that he's had sex with every playmate in the Playboy Mansion, which will include Eugene's Cindy. And Eugene has a reaction upon which he believes he is has ownership over Cindy because he has right. matured. Right. Because he's a... Yep, 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 yep. The really dated reference, the uh, the hot dog yes, eating contest. Kobayashi, like, isn't that him? Although yep. Kobayashi still participates in those. Yeah, but it, like I feel like around this time is like that's when like everybody heard about Kobayashi to the level that where you could make that joke. But yeah. after he became famous, or you know, he won competition a couple times, like just kind of faded away. Yeah, like, I can't tell you the last time I even heard about the you know the mm. big hot dog eating contest. Oh, I don't know. That's Mark. just like we've evolved as a culture. Uh, we not this March, man. To... Keeping Kobayashi alive. <laughs> so yeah, Eugene for the little guy. Yeah. So Eugene tried to punch a horse dick, and he just had a you know, just a little limp, wet slap because he's atrophied. Yeah. And then when he saw that clearly he was in trouble, he shat himself in the bus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they kicked him out because mm-hmm. you do. And then this is where the movie has. This is the worst scene of the movie, in my opinion. That's about to come up. Mm-hmm, Not these right. two. Yeah, yeah the, I know. Who they get picked up. Oh. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of ridiculousness that ends up in a punchline that I think is still funny. Um, but yeah. It, if, it's if, just I'm, a, if I'm referring to the same thing that you are. I'm, it's I'm just not. a location that the movie hadn't gone to at this point. And I actually mm. kind of gave them credit for not going to this point yet. Mm. Yeah, so the guys are walking again. A lot, a lot of parallels to Dumb and Dumber, with the party bus, and then the idiots being stranded on the side of the road. <clears throat> hmm. <laughs> things, not... so uh... Tucker's like things will work out, but Eugene's like no. And now we have some Eastern European women. Straight out of a tattoo video. <laughs> That's a dated reference, Max. Yep. But there's some. But it works. Some, yeah, there's there's some funky beats playing mm-hmm. from the uh, from the car. I just you know, part of me uh, was like, is this only written by twelve year olds? Kind of. This this part feels like it was written by twelve year olds. Yeah. 
Well, again, it's weird because it's it's kind of a convoluted way of actualizing what idiots like Tucker constantly fantasize about, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So the car that showed up to pick the dudes up, it's again Katya and Vanka. Uh, they said they could, that they'll pick up the men, but uh, they're going to have to deal with Katya and Vanka not being able to take their hands off of each other. So <laughs> they're in the back of the car just having just ravenous, wild sex with each other, the women. And Eugene and uh, Tucker are just like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> yeah. It it kind of feels like one of Tucker's crazy stories of like, oh yeah, and then right, right. That's a good point. Uh, so they've crashed once already. It, it the gag just goes on way too long. <clears throat> it's already a a gag that to me is kind of below the rest of the movie of really dumb gags. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so they crashed. Uh, Vanka and Katya asked if this is going to be a problem. Yeah, like we don't we don't need these middle cuts, right? No, yeah. for this joke to eventually land. <laughs> All right, so they've crashed again because they were distracted by the sex. But but again, we don't need this for the punchline to land, and we'll get to the punchline very shortly. <clears throat> So we're at some weird you know, remote designer. So Candace has a picture of the dudes. She's taking it around everywhere, looking, asking if anyone's seen them. Well, she's only she's only hunting uh, Tucker. She's not hunting Eugene. Right. He's just you know accessory to stupidity. <laughs> I mean, she's rightly assuming they're going to be attached at the hip. Yeah. So this this is the punchline that I still think is pretty funny. Like the the women have just been going at it so long with these guys around that they don't even they don't even acknowledge it anymore. Like it doesn't matter. This doesn't mean anything <laughs> to them. Mm-hmm. I think the punchline is good. I just there's a lot of that middle stuff we don't need. Yeah, if it would have cut to like them getting picked up, the the one crash and then uh, mm-hmm. the the diner scene and then the we're here, right? That that would have been enough. Yeah. So this is one of the few times where both the dudes are really stupid. <laughs> so again, they're just completely oblivious to the ladies. Yeah. I think that's trying to play off your joke right there, though, Ryan. That it's become yeah, so... Yeah. It's happened so much that they... Yeah. They're just numb to it. Yes. So uh, the, the guys are trying to use the their generous uh, highway saviors to get into the Playboy Mansion, and it did not work out. So the ladies got in, and the dudes were rejected. Yep. <clears throat> <laughs> Then a bunch of fucking fire trucks show up at the Playboy Mansion. Is that Lavelle Crawford? Is that who that is? That bouncer? I feel like he was on Last Comic Standing. Hmm. Hmm. So the guys are hiding in bushes. Watching the fireman. It is he's uncredited. Uncredited. 
Ah. <laughs> so the guys have taken some firemen garb and are sneaking their way into the Playboy Mansion. Holy shit. Uh, I, uh, I'm sorry to report that this movie has approximately 40 minutes left. Dear no, 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 no. That's with all the post-credits Okay, 30 bullshit. minutes. 25 minutes. Something like that. Yeah, so this is this is pretty much the beginning of the, of the third act. You know, they yeah. finally have reached... Yeah. The mansion. The, uh, yeah. Reached the mansion, and now... Things ensue. <laughs> No. So Candace, Candace is a force. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and her force is refreshing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and again, just because our main characters are the men in this movie, it's just they are the jokes. They are the idiots. Yes. So there's three girls for every single guy at this party. Or as I like to call it, the reverse Michigan Tech ratio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Tucker is running around in like the backyard of the Playboy Mansion, just hitting on random women because he's a moron. Yes, he's the worst. So things aren't going great for Tucker, as they shouldn't. Mm -hmm. No. Just, you know, I... crushing, crushing realization of how just inept he is. Right. I I thought this was Hayden Penetier at first. Uh, the chick who plays the cheerleader from Heroes. Oh. Mm. But I never looked into it, so I'm just going to assume it's actually the playmate he's referring to. So she's got a little dog she's hanging on to, and Tucker's trying to connect over the dog, but he's just aloof and stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's explaining how her dog Puddles was a rescue. <laughs> and Tucker's just trying to spit game, but he ain't got it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Now this is the this is actually Sarah Jean Underwood. This is okay. Yeah. Apparently, she was a former host on Attack of the Show. Huh. Oh. That was right after whatever what Tech TV became G Four is when that Attack of the mm -hmm. Show thing hit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't didn't I hear something about G Four coming back? I heard that. Uh, like a year ago, right before the pandemic started, there was like promo clips or something. Uh, the you last know, like... I understood was it's it's not as like a network, but as like some events, some limited events. But I, I didn't look into it too much. So, oh yeah, uh, on July twenty fourth, twenty twenty, a revival of the G four brand was announced—a digital and linear network. 
Slated huh. to re- slated to relaunch in 2021. Interesting. All right. Apparently this summer. So we'll see. So Tucker has taken Sarah Jean Underwood's dog to go like walk it or something. I forget what. Take it for a pee. Yeah. But uh, one of the other women at the party has been attracted to the dog. So a conversation has started and the dog has peed into this lady's drink. Yeah. And she's, she is drinking deep of it now. Mm-hmm. It's gone. She slammed it all. <laughs> so, uh, waitress comes by with some additional drinks. Yep. Uh, this new lady takes a sip and it's a, this is very, a very stupid joke that isn't funny. No. That she prefers the drink that contained dog piss. Yes. Yeah. And so she like, says oh, she wants funny. more of the Literally. yeah. She wants more of the good stuff. Uh, but she has to go to the bathroom real fast, and she wants Tucker to get her some more of the good stuff. All right, cut back. We're at Eugene taking off his fireman outfit, which seems like a weird choice because I feel like you could move a lot through the crowd more. <laughs> yeah, safely. particularly because he he went after Tucker for wanting to take his off, right? Mm-hmm. And I what do you think stands out more in this crowd, fireman outfit or that fashion disaster he's wearing underneath it? Oh, the fashion disaster. Yeah, yeah, yep. Because I think for the most part, people are classy to a degree. And then with a bunch of fire trucks showing up, you know, from mm-hmm. his outfit, kind of makes sense. So Tucker is trying to get puddles to pee into a glass. Again, just he's an idiot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. So his new plan is to have the dog drink beer so that it will pee into a glass. Don't give your dog beer. Do not. So Tucker hawks <laughs> the beer. <laughs> 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 When he's caught by the lady with the beer, he throws Tucker the beer. chucks the beer over his shoulder into the just abyss. And then when Sarah Jean Underwood comes back, and she says, oh my god! Tucker chucks the dog over the same house. <laughs> that was funny. My, my explanation of it was not, but the joke itself was funny. Yeah. Isn't the Playboy Mansion just like Notoriously just fucking decrepit and gross. Uh, I think it got to that point, yes. Yeah. It, I mean, I don't know if I brought this up, but like the the, um, the plot of this movie, it feels like it's a decade too late because I feel like 2009, like there was already this reputation about the Playboy Mansion or it kind of had fallen out of favor. Like there wasn't like a, it wasn't right. a prestigious place that you're you know that horny young men were being like oh when i go to the fire yeah, right, right. you know i could already had you know it it seemed passe or, or something like that you know yeah. yeah so eugene sees cindy also so the, the, uh, there's the guy from uh yes you saw it okay there's, go the, ahead. Guy, there's the guy from uh from forgetting Sarah marshall who knows yep. how to say yes, he is. Nuku Nuku Apua. <laughs> <laughs> yes he is I'm so glad you saw it. Yes, of course I did. <laughs> Her face 
cracks me up of her yeah. just staring at him. Just glaring at him. Glaring <laughs> at him with the four tine pokes in her head. Yeah. The multiple also, four tine pokes. Yeah. And I like I like his line of your face looks coming along. <laughs> it's it's a funny line. Yeah, if uh if you haven't seen it, listeners, absolutely watch Forgetting Sarah Marshall. It is in my opinion, the best romantic comedy that's ever been. That's... Watch that movie instead of this one. Oh, yeah. yeah watch that movie instead of any other movies we've ever watched on this. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. probably true. <laughs> For a lot of them. No, you, you... Santa Slay is still good. Santa Slay is successful. Yeah, but I don't know. Forgetting Sarah Marshall might be better than Santa Slay. <laughs> it's so good. So Tucker has happened upon uh, Katya and Vanka again. Still making out. Yep. And Tucker wants to get through a locked door, and he can't, so he has convinced uh, the European <laughs> ladies that they need to get through the door because there's a jacuzzi behind it. Yeah. <laughs> so the joke here now is uh, one of the ladies is using her tongue to unlock a lock. This is a very stupid joke. Yes, yes. It yeah, is. I must have looked away or something when during our during the prep for this. I, I do not remember this door scene. <laughs> and then another axe. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, one blessing to count for tonight is we're not watching the extended unrated cut of this movie, which I have never seen and probably never will. Good I choice. did. Bad choice. You say you did? Yep. Oh no, it's disappointing. I I don't notice much difference. It's only got like a couple of minutes difference, it seems. If that, if that, and and <laughs> the non ADR worse of the use, uh, worse of the use, use of the word uh, retarded. So Tucker has snuck into Hef's room. So it's the interesting irony here is that even half even half is like Tucker, you're ridiculous for just mm -hmm. basing your life around you know this magazine. Yep. Didn't half just die a couple of years ago? Uh, yes. yes. So the movie slows down here while Tucker's pouring his heart out a little bit to Hef, you know, meeting his idol. Um, Doing a bad job at meeting his idol, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they say never meet your useless. Hef isn't the problem in this one. He's no. not. <laughs> he is not. So Cindy uh, is super happy to see Eugene. Yes. So uh, the two and, are trying to catch up, see where they've been, you know, what they've been up to. And Eugene becomes the worst. Uh, yeah, the f just a fuck. Yeah, working as what? A whore? Then he gets fucking punched, as he should be. Yep. Yes. This is a good security guard. Yeah, he is. He's respectful of women and their choice of occupations. Right. Mm-hmm. 
so a, a lot a lot to unpack here actually so he keeps just talking over her he won't let her finish her shit yep Hey, so punch him more. Yep, mm-hmm. clocked again. Because he keeps... You know, how many guys have you slept with? 100, 200? So again, he, you know, he's the victim. He, yep. He's not, taking, he's not yeah. taking any time to even ask her or let her speak about her experience in the last four years. Yep. And whack! Yep, third clock. <laughs> more punching. So there's a lot of, uh, I, I found a quick comparison between the two cuts of the film, and there's a lot of just uh, extended scenes at the mansion of Tucker hitting on more women and, and such like that. Oh, yeah, definitely don't need that. Yeah. So we have more of Hef giving advice to mm. Tucker. To, to the world's dumbest misogynist. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so Hef uh, retrieves an old photo from his from his robe. <laughs> so it's a so Hef's given a story about his next door neighbor that he was childhood sweethearts with, who uh, passed away uh, at a very young age mm-hmm. of his life. And the the very deep explanation going on here <laughs> uh, is that Tucker just can't reconcile the fact that she's not attractive with why Hef would like her at all. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Grumpy Hef's, Hef is uh, a Grumpy Hef is yeah. a good good shot. I'm gonna use it's that a good Hef. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna use that as the image for this episode. Good. Grumpy good, Hef good, just good. looking looking poorly upon him. Just annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So Hef's, Hef's big thing, like you said, is you know it's it's the quality, not the quantity of your love, <laughs> your love life. Mm-hmm. Weird as it may seem, Hugh Hefner is responsible for the 1960s Batman uh, TV show. Oh, huh. really? <laughs> Yeah, so back in the day, like in the 50s or early 60s, they were showing the old black and white serials at the Playboy Clubs in like Chicago, I think, or maybe New York. And someone from NBC or Fox or whomever was there and like, wow, people are like really, really enjoying this. We should try to do something like, you know, modern, you know, that's not 20 years old and actually has a budget. So because of uh, Hefner airing all these serials that sparked the interest, which led to the Adam West TV series, which and there you have it. So huh. thank you, Hef. Mm-hmm. So Tucker was just explaining essentially the plot of this movie just in a very abbreviated manner. It which makes no sense. Yeah. And then Hef, Hef's just going, gonna be honest with you, son, I'm gonna call security. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great. Which is the correct response to anyone suggesting that you watch this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so uh, this is the reveal 
So Cindy is revealing to Eugene. Now she's like, where do you think the money came from for your fucking hospital bills yeah. and all this stuff? And, yeah, because uh, when, I, when I was watching this for the first time, I'm like, you are now in a lifetime of medical debt. You're, your father cut and run. And you this is America, so you are yep. fucked. So we find out that Cindy has been paying for Eugene's hospital bills this entire time because she is a good, thoughtful person, and these guys are the worst. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. 22-year-old idiot. I, right, so is wrong. Right, it, it's 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 a small win, but just yeah, again, just not taking a moment to listen to her earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's so stupid. He's so mm-hmm. useless. So we're getting some flashbacks of all the clues, and there were many that. Uh, uh, Cindy's been paying for Eugene the whole time, and Tucker's just too big of an idiot to have noticed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Adoy. Yep. Ooh, Candace is there with all the firemen. I like that security just listens to her. Yeah. Good imposing mustache. So the firemen have Tucker. They're just going to like publicly execute him, which is not where I thought that was going to go. Like I thought (laughs) the you're going to die thing was like a, was like a, Ooh, they're going to beat him up really bad, but, but But no, they're just going to actually kill him. (laughs) They're just going to cut his head off. Little known fact, the Playboy Mansion is an area of extrajudicial execution. (laughs) Thank you, Ryan. You're welcome. (laughs) So what will Tucker say that will uh, spare him Jack Ketch's axe? (laughs) All right, ready for another count in? Oh, I thought we were just going to keep going. But okay, yeah. Sure, okay. Uh, Three, two, one, go. Uh. No, I think he still deserves to die. <laughs> yeah, I vote. I vote fireman execution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we 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 might just not want to gene pool. No. Goodbye, bud. I, again, mm. he he's still framing all of this as being Candace's fault. <laughs> and you have the stupid hatred of strobe lights, which. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just cut his head off. Get him, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> we're, pro, we're pro Rick here, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't protect him, Rick. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's so yep, that's it's it's the big I've learned my lesson sort of monologue. Mm-hmm. But but is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, he he hasn't learned anything. 
if your weird brain thing makes you bite my junk, uh, I'll never stab you again. And she says, fine. She says, I love you. Boo! Cut off his head. <laughs> Heads will roll. Yeah. I was fireman right here. Yeah. Excuse me. Okay, Robin's like, so, hey, remember that I'm in this movie as well? Yeah. Yeah. This is a weird, this, is a, this takes a weird turn here. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Not a but, not okay with the turn this one takes. No, <laughs> no. Well, much like dude, where's my car? It's got to have some uh, genital focused uh, yeah. thing. Mal is making a cameo. If you can hear that, <laughs> I didn't hear it. Okay. So Horstick is talking about you know just all the. The game he got. All the trim he's had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now Cindy shows up. Uh, and she is alleging that Horstick actually just doesn't have a penis. And that he has to pee through a straw. This is very... In, like, in a similar way to... Um, a lot of 2000 stuff like this is very not like this is very anti-trans or anti yeah um you know non-binary which yeah like 30 rock has some of this in it too i don't know if you've noticed that. yes i i have i have noticed that at least in the first season i i guess at the time yeah so there's two there's two straws right which this movie is this movie suggesting that p is stored in the balls I don't but, know. Yeah, I think it's just they. Just, yeah, it's a bad joke. Is really <laughs> what it is. I guess I read it a little different. It's not necessarily like transphobic or anything. It's just like men centering their entire identities around their fucking dicks is kind of how I read this. I don't know, but that's, I, I, mean, I, that's, I also that's, agree with that's, what you're saying. That's a fair reading, Ryan. Thing. But I, I also think, like, I don't think it's necessarily, I mean, it has a bit a little bit of the anti-trans thing. It's more anti-not, like, anti-non-binary is what it is. Like, it's it's yeah. a punching down joke is what it mostly, they don't, yeah. they don't frame the joke well enough to the discussion, to the, to the, what you're pushing towards. I can yeah, see yeah. how they want to go towards that, but it's not, it, it doesn't they're... come off that well enough to, to really go that way. Sure. It's, men, it's men a joke that it's, yeah, it, it's a joke that a character who's been uh, portrayed or shown as like the embodiment of masculine values of uh, of a masculine hip hop artist, sexual sure. prowess, Se- sexual prowess, surrounded by uh, attractive uh, women, is less of a man because he does not actually have uh, genitalia. So that so that that gets into the. Uh, the the anti-trans argument of you need to have the proper equipment to be considered the presenting gender. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's probably not a view, a view that was had when this came out. No, um, no, I but, think they were going for what Ryan was saying. It just yeah, doesn't. Yeah. It just doesn't read that way anymore. Yeah, yeah, and and that's one of the like that's one of the things about comedy. Is comedy dates very very quickly. 
Yeah. Because they're changing uh, views in society. So Tucker says he wants to have a baby with Candace because that'll be better for their relationship, which is always the worst possible advice. Um, Yeah. He's (laughs) just worthless. Again, hasn't learned a damn thing. Nope. <laughs> so it's it's same same framing same setup from earlier in the movie at uh, yeah. the prom party this is very very whitest kids you know right here mm-hmm. even the the use of like what two or three camera angles only mm-hmm. yeah shot reverse shot yeah So Tucker is again just offering up a few too many drinks to Eugene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably going to want to have another one. Oh, we're getting yeah. uh, credits are rolling, so we get one final scene that is kind of funny to me. <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah, here we go. I was yeah. going to say what there is one more scene that was cut from that was in the unrated version. But I'll get to that after we do this. So we're back okay. to the hotel or machine at the hotel, the hospital. Um, with or the Cedric Darborough, yeah, yep, has the the bat trying to wake someone up from a coma. <laughs> it's the and funny he, part about this is that he just wails on the bed, right? Like, so the the person he's bludgeoning geez. is off camera, so we don't see who it is, and the the interns are just mortified at what they're seeing. Mm-hmm. He is just <laughs> smashing this bat into the bed. Yep, and he says, I swear I saw this work once. And then a hand grabs the bat as it comes down, and yeah. it's Crystal. It's crystal. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. <laughs> yeah. Dun-dun-dun-dun. <laughs> the chick who got bounced out of the bus. <laughs> That's a great callback. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I was not expecting that at all. But uh, I'm I'm glad they went with that for the little stinger. So the... I was looking through the comparisons of the unrated versus rated, and it's mostly just more lewd jokes at the uh, mansion and Tucker failing miserably. But mm. there is one at the very, very end, the final, final, final scene. After they have their, their final shot, Eugene goes up and has sex with Cindy, and it ends with him, like, shitting himself as he's, like, orgasming. <laughs> or oh, no! And, and, then, and then it cuts to... Uh, <laughs> You you don't you don't see the shit happen. You just like hear the sound effect and it cuts and it goes straight to credits. So <laughs> Oh yeah. That's Oof. Pretty funny. Yeah. That's so gross. Yep. Oh my god. All right. Well, that was Miss March. All oh, right, boys. let's let's go right boys, into where are we? Again, view again brew again on this. <laughs> Will we watch oh, this man. movie again? Will we drink these beers again? Ryan. Why don't you go oh, first God. this time? So much pressure. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to start with the brew again. Um, yeah, absolutely. So again, uh, I today drank uh, from Outside Ales, Bonbon de la Muerte. Uh, de, de la Muerte. Uh, it's super good. Again, bourbon barrel-aged imperial stout with chocolate and dead sea salt. Uh, this was excellent. Um, I thought everything was really well-balanced. If anything, the chocolate may have been a little too subtle for what I would want out of it. I could still taste it. I would have liked it maybe to be to have been a little more prominent. But uh, overall, this is an absolutely excellent beer. This is super good. 
Um, odd side is pretty hit or miss with me, uh, but this is this is a home run. I think this is fantastic. Um, super easy drinking. What is? I didn't see what the alcohol percentage was. I'll look at that for later. But uh, oh god! All right, fourteen <laughs> percent. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, this is a fucking phenomenal beer. Um, <laughs> uh, view again. Uh, so <laughs> I'm gonna brace for impact here. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> I would view this movie again. Um, I. I don't really know what it is about this movie that resonates with me at times. There are jokes in here that I find hysterical. Uh, there are just a couple of them, but they're funny enough to me that I remember this movie because of those jokes. Um, and that's like uh, his his first uh, bowel incident when he gets out of the bed, uh, Crystal being launched out of the bus, the the epilepsy scene with, with Tucker. Uh, those are really funny to me. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not going to say it's a good movie because it's not. It just isn't. Um, there's plenty of other better comedies to watch. And again, forgetting Sarah Marshall just always. Uh, this is a decent background kind of comedy. Like, you don't have to focus on it, but again, you could kind of like, hey, you know, tap someone on the shoulder. Like, hey, you know, check this out. Here comes that funny scene. Um, But uh, yeah, yeah, I'd view again, but it's you guys know me pretty well, and maybe some of the listeners do at this point, but I, I will purchase a copy of most movies if I don't have to like them that much in order to buy them. Uh, I don't like this movie enough to buy it. Gotcha. But, but it does have parts that I think are genuinely pretty funny. Um, and I, I guess I'll leave it at that for now and maybe see what you guys have to say. All right. Uh, Word and upward, I guess. I'll go next. Uh, I'll start with the beer. So I had the... Uh... Punchki beer from Eastern Market Brewing Company. Uh, yeah, this was uh, this was pretty tasty. I was a little caught, little hesitant because of the uh, blonde ale. A couple other of the other Punchki beers I had have been um, Belgian quads, so they're bigger, they're bolder. But this was fairly drinkable. Uh, the wasn't too sweet, pretty well balanced, uh, consistent as it was warming up. So that was great. Uh, I was able to order this through Peddler, which is the beer delivery service <laughs> right. at Eastern Market. Kind of like spun off, uh, nice. along with Ferndale Project over the last year or so, and um, the, the, it was like a dollar to deliver it, you know, and to end sales tax and stuff like that. So very, very affordable to have beer dropped off at your house. Um, yeah. Please remember, though, in the in these wintry months, that if you if you're expecting deliveries or mail or packages or whatever, shovel your fucking driveway and sidewalk. <laughs> As when yes. I originally put the order in, it's like. We'll be there in like half an hour. I'm like, it's eight o'clock in the morning. I haven't gotten out to shuffle my walkway yet. And we had just gotten hit by a ton of snow. So I did it later in the day uh, so I could, you know, clear it for the, the delivery driver. Especially like when the roads are bad. Like I don't want to have someone slipping and falling trying to drop off beer at my house. That's I would feel terrible about that. So <laughs> be courteous of your drivers or delivery people. Tip them well if, you know, if, you, if they're with a service that allows tipping. And, you know, be a decent human being is what I'm saying. Pretty please. Yep. Yep. As far as this movie goes, no. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry, uh, I just uh, the 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 image I have of just Max just fervently shaking his head at his computer screen right now. I, I am shaking my head. <laughs> In general, this is the genre of comedy that I generally just do not enjoy. Um, what would you call this genre, Max? It's it's a raunchy sex comedy, and. Yeah. I feel like, or this genre peaked at Superbad, which is a couple years before 
And I feel like it's just it's a generally more interesting stories. The characters are more likable. Like as we're saying, like we hate the main characters of this movie, but we love the supporting cast. And right. in comparison, Super Bad like has both good supporting cast and good main characters, and is overall just a better better film. The premise of the movie it's eye rolling. Maybe that's just age speaking of you know being in my early thirties now and just being like you're fucking twenty two, you'll get over it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's not for me. I can see why some people enjoy it. There are some good parts or some good comedy beats. Typically when the movie is being kind of off the wall, uh, crazy with like the firemen uh, and Crystal bouncing off of bouncing out of the party <laughs> bus. Like those are like legitimately funny, funny moments. But I don't know. Like In general, I'm just like, it's it's not for me. It's not for me. So it's it's not the kind of comedy that I enjoy, but to each their own. Hmm. If I say anything more, it'd be like just beating a dead horse. So <laughs> I'll pass it on down to James. For Brew Again, yes, uh, I very much like this. Um, it actually has both peanut butter and marshmallow flavor to it. So it is a beer that mm. is, is pretty mm. delicious. And then uh, this movie, I, I, I'm kind of on a background movie like you talked about ryan there are a couple legitimately like really really deep laughs for me in this movie um <laughs> i'm gonna hit it again crystal bouncing out of the bus <laughs> it's so funny. um just it's 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 perfectly shot <laughs> what's yeah. happening i don't find myself doing a lot of like small chuckles to this movie but like the laughs that it does get for the stuff that it that it nails are really funny mm-hmm. and, and i think that's kind of why it's a background movie for me it's not one of those ones where like like i'll I'll just say bring up the three like like me myself and irene dumb and dumber and forgetting sarah marshall like i laugh almost the whole time in those movies (laughs) like good laughs through the whole movies and and this has some this honestly has some really big laughs but it's just it's not consistent enough Mm -hmm. for me i guess the the places where this movie misses is where the main characters stop being the butts of the joke. Right. But they're the butt of the joke for most of the movie, which is fine by me because they both deserve to be the butt of the joke. <laughs> if I can real quick, and I'll drag this one out a little bit. So watch the whitest kids, you know, instead for, I mean, in most cases, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just watch. So the, yeah, go ahead, James. Watch the Abe Lincoln sketch. <laughs> yeah. So that was going to be my question to you guys. Um, I, I have, not seen all their their sketches before, but uh, I my question is: Do you guys have sketches you would recommend? Uh, the ones that I find very very funny. I think there are three that really get to me. Uh, it's the Abraham Lincoln sketch, which is classic. Uh, the uh, the Call of Duty sketch yes. is fucking hysterical. And then for me, the other one that gets me is the uh, what's it? Happier and with your mouth open. Yes, like happier. That. Yeah, with more teeth. <laughs> Yeah, or whatever the hell that yeah. those those really kill me. So they uh, they do these guys do have some really excellent sketches um, <laughs> that are of course not this movie, but uh, so, some things to check out if you're looking for a good chuckle. I've never seen a single sketch by Whitest Kids You Know. Oh, they're good. The those three that Ryan recommended are really funny. They're very good. They, <laughs> they uh, the Abe Lincoln one loses a little bit, but the Call of Duty one, if you've played online games with your friends. It's is, perfect. It's so perfect. It's it's, <laughs> it's wonderfully hilarious. And then the uh, the happier and with your mouth open or whatever the hell it's called is just so 
it's one of the most <laughs> surreal things you'll ever see. It's so it's, bizarre. It, it leans into its into its punchline so hard. Yeah, that it, it's just you can't help it. That's probably one the one that I would hysterical. recommend to you, Max. I think yeah. that's the one you would like the most, yeah. just because yeah. it's so just, just <laughs> so out there. Start start there. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Max I'll is like, all right, I'll that. I'll get right on ignoring all of that. Yes. <laughs> You know how I get when people are like, oh my gosh, you need to watch such and such. It's so good. I'm just like, okay, I'll get to that. So maybe I'll get to it at some point. Remains to be seen. Tune into future episodes to find out. Have I watched Whitest Kids You Know? Oh, the sketches we'll, are like three minutes long. I know, I know, I know. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll take the Clockwork Orange approach, Max. We'll get you sorted. <laughs> Oof. You will watch these things. <laughs> let's kill it kill it dead folks let's all do right this thing. okay okay <laughs> well that wraps up another episode of good brews bad views thank you for tuning in and hearing us suffer through this hour and a half of uh, and you Tom really Blurry. hate this movie yeah, oh god great. yeah i have watched <laughs> 400 and let's, let's let's get an exact count of how many movies i've watched in the last year i have watched a total of 400 and i don't know 46 movies since nice. March 13th of last year. This is one of the worst ones. Like, I was so upset. So wow. upset watching this damn movie. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. I got what yeah. I wanted. Like, it is... <laughs> it is everything about comedy that, like, I despise. Like, the first time that shit joke happened, I'm like, are you fucking serious? Because I knew it was being set up to be a repeated gag. And every time it happened, I was just, like, rolling my eyes. I'm like, yep. He's pooping. The, the the first time is really the one that makes me laugh. It's just, it's. I wasn't expecting that first one. I thought it was funny because they don't dwell on it. I mean, you see it. It's enough, and it was funny for me. I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> and it's. I don't know. It's it's just the level. It's just the type of humor that I that I don't that I don't like. Yeah, it's it's no death of Stalin. No, no. Ah, <laughs> mm. uh, but I know, like. My sister and I have gotten into conversations about this. Like, the movies that I find funny, like, she does not find funny, like, at, um, ah. like anything, like, uh, Coen Brothers, Wes Anderson kind of stuff. She's like, you like, I can't remember what she said about the kind of movies that I like, but she's like, they're not funny. <laughs> like, in a way that they're, like, that some would say that this is funny. Like, mm. you know, like, the, the, the gags are just constructed differently, and that's, you know, sure. comedy is subjective like that or whatnot so art is subjective rick ricky Gervais never been funny don't fucking care regular office or his office it's it's one of the most cringy things you can ever see and i i saw it once and i'm like all right i don't need to ever see that again it's um, rough yeah i don't <laughs> i i don't even like the u.s the u.s office like i stopped when jim and pam got married and i'm like all right i don't need to watch any more of this like that was <laughs> the end for me. place to stop yeah, but like I like I've watched it like a little bit as it was going down, but I'm just like this isn't funny anymore. The main driving plot of the will they won't they has been settled and resolved, and Steve Carell left shortly thereafter, and I'm just like, okay, yep, this, you know, there were some funny bits to it, kind of like this, but not enough that like I wasn't devastated when it was taken off of Netflix. Like I know some people were. Um, yeah, that's that show's got an interesting arc because it gets. It's super. It's it's good, 
it becomes very good, and then it slowly gets worse until the last season where it suddenly becomes very good again. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it was pretty good. I uh, it didn't resonate with me like it did with a lot of folks, but I I did. It has plenty of excellent gags in it for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's. I still to this day will crack myself up thinking about. I hit myself in the head with a phone. I think it was <laughs> yeah, that's, you know. Oh, and they put, he puts all the coins in the hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Just the image of someone picking up a phone very quickly and hitting themselves <laughs> in the head with it makes me yeah. laugh a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, this has nothing yeah. to do yeah. with this movie. Yeah, no, <laughs> which, no. Which which speaks to the quality of this movie <laughs> a little bit, I yeah. think. But anyway, all right. If you <laughs> if you enjoy what we do here at Good Brews, Bad Views, and like hearing us seek help through these movies, yeah, so seek help and or subscribe to our Patreon, where it you can, can be get both. access to bonus bonus content, like being able to vote on one of our episodes each month. You sick bastards! As well as getting access to Max's musings, my my monthly kind of column where I talk about media and how it's changed over the years and how it resonates with me as time goes on because nothing exists in a vacuum, movies <laughs> especially. You can find us online at our usual social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that jazz. We have a Discord where we like to hang out and talk about just random bullshit with our friends from around the world. It's a lot of fun. Let us know <laughs> if you want to join. Uh, Send us all your hate mail at goodbrewsbedviews at gmail.com. Podcast is available wherever fine podcasts are found or streamed, etc. Apple Podcasts, Google Play. I can't remember what they... Google Podcasts now, I think it's called. Mm. In all those fine places. If you have not already, please leave us a rating and review. It helps people find us through the magic of the algorithm, and then they can listen to us suffer, and maybe then they can suffer. And it's this it's very this give-and-take relationship that's, mm-hmm. that's established through movies and bad jokes and stuff like that so you know maybe you'll have some fun as well and as always please watch and, and drink, drink. <laughs> responsibly i don't know why i said re- and drink on you ryan i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> all good bye Night.